Good day, everybody. I'm the Suffolk Ram. Skazius. Welcome to episode 159 of the Iran Nerds podcast. Oh my god, 59. Yeah, 59. Yeah, we need it at 60. It's amazing. What, what are we going to do when we get to 100, Skaz? I don't know, mate. I think we should go to... Um... North Korea or something. Yeah, that's where we should go to. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Yeah. And stuff. Because just think, who, like, you never know, we might end up in lockdown at some point, so we won't be able to go anywhere because yeah, of some exactly. kind of dodgy global crisis. I have a feeling that it's in 20, in, I have a feeling in a few years' time, in 2020, there's going to be a massive problem. No. Yeah, I don't Better know. Better not talk not, it up, mate. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I, um, uh, I just checked the, um, you know, I watched the sheep and the sheep and sheep move round and formed a weird shape and it's sort of like this ball with little spikes all off it. And they rearrange themselves into 2020. Well, and then to where show some sort of like a face mask. Couldn't figure it out, Scales. I can't figure it out. It's never a good sign when nature's telling us, mate, <laughs> something might yeah. be going on. It was the pointing and laughing afterwards I didn't particularly appreciate. Yeah, but they do that a lot. We just never usually notice it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's overt. I don't want to, I don't want them to do it behind my back. But when they overtly do it, that's a bit disturbing. Well... They just decided that this one was worth breaking character for. <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. Turns out we are the dumbest animals in the entire planet. Every other animal in the species out there just plays along. Just but the same That thing. is it, because they know that we've got really low self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. so it's just like, oh, bless. And it's like, <laughs> look what we're doing. They find it coot. They, they do. They're like patting us on their head. Oh. Oh, they would do. <sighs> Good old nature. Indeed, indeed. Right, Eric, anyway, back to the real world. <laughs> hey, hey! I liked that world, it was good. Yeah. How's your snowfield week been, Skaz? Um, I've been shoveling most of it. Yeah. If I had to be look, I've I've done nothing has realistically changed for me other than I've almost gone ass over tip more times than I can count. Yeah. For, for international listeners, you may not be aware, UK had a small snow shower this week and the whole country ground to a halt. Yep. Um, as is always the case when it snows more than a 10 minutes, the country grinds to a halt because we simply are not set up for it. Nope. Well, do you know what was really weird, right? I was I was doing some stuff um, out of the house the other day. I'm not going to go into a, a huge amount of detail. Um, but a load of... like the older generations came by and started talking to me. And they were like, basically, once upon a time, back in my day, we actually used to have people around who would sort this stuff out. I'm thinking to myself, wow. What you're saying is you had people back in the day who were willing to do a bit of hard work to clear snow, right? Since then, we've had budget cuts. Yeah. Indeed. And now we just all sit at home and complain that it's cold and we can't get out because, well, not including the pandemic, obviously, but, yeah. you know, oh, mate, like there's double, some snow. It was like double lockdown, was it? It's like, don't go out because pandemic and don't go out because it's snowing. It's double lockdown. And you'll break both your legs just by stepping on your doorstep. Yeah. And don't try yeah. and clean it up because if you do and someone falls over, you're liable. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a lawyer, but I've been told you really shouldn't clean the path outside your house because if you don't do it right, 
and someone slips, they'll have a go. It's like, well, I'd like to see them try. It's like, if I oh, clean it yeah. and they don't fall ass over tit, they're not going to complain. If I kind of stuff it up a bit, well, if I didn't clean it, they were definitely going to fall ass over tit. I've been semi-reliably informed that is a bullshit myth. I was going to say I thought as much. I, I thought that's the same were... as when people do um, uh, CPR. And yeah. during the during the compressions, they're like, "Oh yeah, well you're going to break their ribs." Someone can see us. Like, how honestly, what judge in the world would no. actually let that go through on the grounds that you saved the person's life? Where well, when I've done every time I've done health and safety training, uh, see, um, first aid. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. This is what I'm not allowed to do anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every time we did the first aid train, we got told: a) if you don't break a rib, you're not doing it properly; b) that story that like, if you if you basically hurt someone, injure them while trying to save their life, they can sue you. It's bullshit. Yeah, they can't. Do, they can't said. do it. Like I, I yeah. couldn't imagine a judge ever taking that through. No, you know what I mean? People have tried. But no judge has ever, ever allowed the case to go ahead. They just throw it immediately because they don't want to. They don't want to discourage people from actually doing for emergency first aid. Sure, I just think that's hilarious, though. Like you'd sue someone for saving your life, or you'd take someone to court for saving your life because you got hurt. So, what well, would you rather be hurt or dead? Mm. But you know, what people are like though, if they can, if some uh, people out there, if they can sniff a bit of money. Well, it's the same with like the. Can I can I be controversial here? It's the same with vaccines and autism. So, what would you yeah. rather have, an autistic child or a dead child? Uh, I think you speak to some of those people. They'll actually say, "Well, I have a dead child." Then, mate, they, they, they clearly don't. They don't really know what, how what autism is like, and yeah, they they just don't, they don't get it. Yeah. So, but that's because they're people, are idiots. The people, are idiots, people are selfish. I agree. It comes down to it's what it comes down to. Simple as that. So, but yeah, it's been a it's been a fun old week. I got the sat Monday morning. I was sat in. I was laying in bed, and the message goes out from work. Oh, um, yeah, uh, we're all stuck in Norwich. We can't get there because they've closed off like the A one four six, which is like the only main road between here and Norwich, effectively. Yeah, A one four three, A one four six. Yeah, but if you can't get down A one four six, you're probably not going to get down anything else. Um, two lorries in a bus have got stuck. <clears throat> yep, good. So we get um, so they're best like saying, "Can someone go in?" So they'd already met someone else nearby who's on holiday. You know, and I sort of like saw, "Well, I'll go in. I'm literally nearby." So I literally got out of the got out of bed five to seven, threw some clothes on, got on my car. My two minute journey took me nearly fifteen minutes <laughs> to get there. Yeah, because it was just creeping around like 12, 10 miles an hour. Um, got there and then no one got in for the rest of the day no one could get in so basically it was me running the show on Monday but me and my colleague running the show basically good job congratulations I just yeah. want to throw out there the, the hilarity in my head as you said yeah mate they tried to call someone else but they were on holiday I'm like I get what you're saying they're off work if you're yeah. saying to me they're actually on holiday away from no, home no, they're not. Then I was like, wait a minute, what happened to this pandemic? <laughs> they they are yeah, you're right the first one. They are on holiday from work. They are not meant to be there. But I was on day off. Sure. So so but I got I got in and obviously went in on Tuesday. They and called one of the guys up. Mashed, <laughs> They took the call while sat in their back garden on a lilo in a Hawaiian shirt, shirt yeah. with a reflector. Nah mate, I'm on holiday. 
They got yeah. the little rubber ring around them, the little giraffe rubber ring. Floating on the snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't come in. I've gone to the Arctic for holiday. Uh but the roads were terrible, to be fair. First, the roads were absolutely horrendous. No, I, and, I agree. And people were, and there were people coming. We we saw, about three and a bit. Remember, do you remember the Beast of the East? Yeah. So, the following winter after the Beast of the East, we got livid. Uh, something like 150 bags of grit to basically sell. They're thinking it's going to be another bad winter. We have not sold, we didn't sell any. We sold about six bags that, that sort of winter. Mm-hmm. 2019, we sold about five bags. 2020, we sold about four, four or five bags. We sold out on Monday. Oh, good job. Good <laughs> job. Like, but- thank, fuck for that. Those three pads have been sat going back and forth in our yard for the best part of three years. They're finally gone. They're finally gone. Good. Yeah. It just blows my mind, though, that there are some people out there who won't actually clean the path outside their houses. It just, it really does my nutting. And all I can think of is literally all these people going, yeah, but you'll get sued. Someone will take you to court. It's like, fuck off. Just clean yeah. the path, goddammit. Like, we'd all be I've... able to move about if you'd clean the path outside your house. I think in America, in the snowy parts of America, but when the impossible gets snow regularly... And all they plans for it. I think it's actually a requirement you have to. But mm-hmm. the bare path in front of your house, you have to clear that part. Sure. I, I can and imagine so, that. And then everybody has to do it. Therefore, it's kept clear. But I believe that is the case. So I've seen people on like, Reddit talk about how they, they have to go and clear their path every day and the, or the sidewalk every day. So strange, it's, it's, strange people over there, aren't they? Yeah, but then... When you get snow for like two, three months of the year, you're going to get it every year consistently. Then it all makes sense to have those rules in place. As I said, the reason we've grown to a halt is we're just not ready for it. We're not set up for it. And to be fair, most years we don't need to be. Yeah, you know, I think this is the worst snow since this is the beast from the east. It's the worst one we've had, really. So I mean, the, the what other other workplace has been horrendous. They got um, they could actually get out of their farm on Monday. No, I was going to say, because it's a bit out of the way, isn't it? So they, well, because on the north coast, they get they got a hit direct. Um, they couldn't they they couldn't get out of their driveway. The town just down the road from them, um, cars got buried in uh-huh. snow um, to the point was when they're trying to plow it out, they're having to send people ahead with shovels to basically prod the strips, make sure they weren't about to drive into a car. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that's and then they had to obviously pull cars and stuff out to get through. Um, well, first way, I was there yesterday and I was there today. It's still nearly all there. It's still pretty much all there. I drove down a road today, and the drifts on the side of the road, where the plows have been through, were as tall as my car. Damn, that's how bad it's up there. Um, I got stuck in a snowdrift. I had to dig myself out of a snowdrift today. Bear in mind that where where we are, it's almost starting to it's it's near, it's starting to clear properly now. It's not realistically, apart from like on the like the grass and stuff. A lot of the pavements are now clear, at least where where I am. I know you're just a bit up the road from me, but no, around here pretty, is terrible. Is it really? Sort yeah, of bad? literally just down the road from from you, Ram. You'll yeah. break your legs if you're not careful. Yeah, most of our paths are pretty much cleared now. Roads are pretty much clear. Um... But yeah, up that end, no, horrendous. It is, it is just, I had to, I had to dig myself out of snow, 
uh, snow, what do you call it, a drift today. That had blown over last night. Um, so I, got, I couldn't get through that. I got stuck in that. Um, the war troughs. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a video later through Discord. Unfortunately, the viewers can't enjoy this. Of me going to one of the war troughs and using a screwdriver to try and break through the ice. And the ice was so thick, it took me about a minute to break through it. And when I pulled a chunk out, the chunk was over an inch thick. Oh, there you go. Good job. Yeah, solid ice, an inch thick. I've never, I've, I don't recall ever seeing it that bad. That's a good thing you were there, mate. It is. That's why, that's why they have me here. But it is, they've had a horrendous week up there. Trying to fight. It was literally taking them all day just to go around and feed everything because it's just constant. Absolutely yeah. horrendous that they've had up there. So, Fingers crossed yes. it clears up soon. Yeah, well, it's meant to rain up there tonight and tomorrow, so that should clear a lot of it. Hopefully. And then, the ground will be, then the ground will be muddy as hell again, so you still won't be able to get wet anywhere because the ground will be so muddy you can't move. <laughs> <laughs> Either so. slip and break both your legs or drown in a sea of mud. Pretty much, pretty much. So, Right. The exciting part then, games. None, I'm afraid. None. No, you have not. You've been dabbling in many things, but not in depth of any of them. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've not really played anything over the last couple of weeks. I, I said I was going to, and I've had a few little projects, but stuff has been so scattered, I've not actually been able to like sit down and sink my teeth into anything. So like, I'll launch something, I'll dick around in it for half an hour, I'll close it off. Um, we've been trying to get uh, like net play working on classic emulators. Yeah. Uh, one specifically, the the PlayStation Portable, so that we could play Monster Hunter Freedom, which is a remake of Monster Hunter 1. We've been trying to play that online. Because uh, I've only ever played that game. I, I was playing it back when we were in uni, Ram, and back in like college. So that, back in the day. Yeah, that's how old it is. I, I was playing it back then. Actually, probably when we were in AVCE, to be honest with you, mate. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, but I'd never been able to play it multiplayer because not many people I knew had. PlayStation 2s were netplay because originally it was a, a PlayStation 2 game. Like Not many people had the old LAN adapter, the big old beefy LAN adapter. Yeah, I remember those. Um, and then they remade it for the PlayStation Portable, the little Sony handheld thing. But then I only ever knew like two people with a PSP and only like one of those maybe had Monster Hunter and because the only way to play would to be would be to actually sit in the same room as them and set up an ad hoc network, I didn't have yeah. much of a chance to play multiplayer in it. So all these years later, uh, you can actually emulate the game and kind of fluff an ad hoc network over the uh, over the tinterwebs. Yeah, uh, you could do that with the PlayStation Three and uh, PSP games back in the day as well, but. Yet again, it would be a case of how many of my friends do I know that have the PSP, the game you want, and a PlayStation Three to set up a, uh, you know, a, a dodgy because they had an app called like Ad Hoc Party, so you could connect to the PlayStation in Ad Hoc mode. Then it would connect to another server, and then other people would connect to their PlayStations that would connect to the server, and then make a foe. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know anyone. So for the first. Uh, two going on three Monster Hunter games. I only played them through single player, and we're just trying to get it to work uh, these days, so I can actually finally play those first three, two or three, depending on how you slice it, uh, multiplayer. Because uh, there's a new Monster Hunter coming out next month. 
Mm. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to go through them, but we're working on it. But so far, it's a bit hit and miss. How many Monster Hunters have there been? Uh, like, we we counted well over nine. I'll say it's, it's one of those series that just seems to have dozens and dozens of, of I know it's an exaggeration, but so to have, have constantly new versions. Monster Hunter came out in 2004, I believe. Uh, we got it in the UK in 2005 for Monster Hunter 1. They made the PlayStation 2 game and the PSP game. Then they made Monster Hunter 2, PS2 game and a PSP game. Then they made Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, which was an additional to Monster Hunter Freedom 2, which is Monster Hunter 2, but on PSP. We don't, don't really include that, so you've got two so far. But Japan got Monster Hunter Portable 3rd, which was a different game entirely. Right, so you've got three. Monster Hunter Try, which came out on Nintendo Wii. Right, it says four. It's starting to get weird, right? Right. Yeah. Monster Hunter 3U. We won't include that, though, because that's technically Monster Hunter Try, just rezzed up. Monster Hunter 4. Uh, Monster Hunter Cross, I believe. Um, what else was there? Monster Hunter Cross. Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter Rise. And then there have been a bunch of like little uh, spin-off games, Monster Hunter Stories, um, and other bits and bobs. And then if you were to include stuff like Unite, 3U, or 3 Ultimate, um, the Monster Hunter Generations, which was our version of Monster Hunter Cross, there's you know probably 10 or 11 games. They come out every few years. I mean, Monster Hunter World came out in 2018, I think. Monster yeah. Hunter Rise is only now coming out this year, so every few years you get a um, a, a new variant with you know new mechanics or slightly tweaked mechanics, new monsters. It's a really old series, but it surprises me that most people don't know Monster Hunter even exists. I've been, like I said, I've been playing it since two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand five, and it turns out that a lot of people only really started playing back in two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen when Monster Hunter World came out. Hmm. And so, if a game comes out on another system that looks worse than Monster Hunter World, people go absolutely mental. Is that because it's more? Is it, um, is it more popular in say in because obviously it's Japanese? Is it more popular in sort of like Japan, more Asian countries? It's less. It only sort of got popular up here more recently. Yeah, well, over here it was largely unknown. I don't know how. The thing is, though, I don't understand how it was unknown because it came out on. Um, PlayStation 3, which was a reasonably big console. Um, so it came out on PlayStation 2, huge console over here. PlayStation Portable, not so big, but still came out on PlayStation Portable. Uh, came out on PlayStation 3. Came out on um, Nintendo Wii. Nintendo Wii U. Nintendo 3DS is huge. Uh, now Nintendo Switch, and yet people are like, What's Monster Hunter? Their Monster Hunter World came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And that's the one that everyone seemed to jump on. Uh, just yeah. Loads of people just seemed to ignore all of the prior entries. I, I just, I don't know why. But World was the one that changed up the formula the most. 
And then every other game that has come since World, so Monster Hunter uh, Double Cross, uh, Monster Hunter Generations, Monster Hunter Rise, plays a lot more like classic Monster Hunter. Because if you look at, so I call classic and world, right? If you look at any other previous entry in Monster Hunter, they all pretty much look the same. Mechanically, they function near enough the same. Map systems are the same. Uh, your maps are set up into different screens or zones with loading screens in between. That's been the same in every Monster Hunter game. The games all look like they come off like PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 era kind of stuff. It's only World that was the, the big one, the pretty one. Yet because the majority of the fan base comes from ugh, Monster Hunter World, they seem to think that everything else is a step, is, is a downgrade. I mean, it kind of is, but Monster Hunter World was actually really just a one-off upgrade. Monster Hunter World is the weird one of the group. Uh, so I think Capcom are having a bit of trouble now trying to get the new fan base or the current fan base to realize, by the way, you do know this series is over a decade old yeah. and the new games look exactly like how they always have. It's the one that you guys played that was the weird one with all the dodgy, easy mode mechanics. Like, oh, this Monster Hunter is really hard. It's like, yeah, they've all been like that. Monster Hunter World was the one that had the difficulty curve kind of yeah. squished and the graphics. From Monster Hunter World looks very pretty. I wish every Monster Hunter game looked like Monster Hunter World, but they don't. Um, yeah, uh, it was. A, it's a, a, it is a big popular series in Japan. Um, they've even got like cafes, Monster Hunter cafes in Japan. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then that's not all that weird considering they've got like made cafes and stuff in Japan. But um, oh, so they do like their theme cafes in Japan, don't they? Yeah, for sure. And um, they must spaz the Americans for theme stuff. Yeah, but Japan does it properly, whereas America's just like, hey, look, it's a Harley Davidson themed restaurant. No one cares. Yeah, well. Who cares about Harley Davidson? That's it. Like, no one cares. No one cares. Oh, hey, look, it's, it's this. No one cares. Japan, they'll look, hey, maid cafe. Who doesn't love a lassie in a maid's outfit? Other than, I don't know, someone's wife. Presumably. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I love the series. I love Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter World was the one that I fell out with because of how different it was and how easy it was. Uh, but, there's been it makes you wonder if the series will. It makes you wonder if it's going to be the series that sort of like almost slightly diverges. There'll be like Monster Hunter World Two that will keep to that sort of mechanics. You have the other monsters can turn. They'll almost like be two paths of it form. Well, yeah, I, I I do wonder because I mean they've since released. Well, well, okay, I'll say this because I, I've ranted about this in previous Ran Nerds episodes, but Monster Hunter Generations is uh, over here is the Japanese game Monster Hunter Double Cross, which was a Nintendo Switch game, which was a remake of a 3DS game. So Monster Hunter Cross became Monster Hunter Double Cross once it got put on Nintendo Switch. And then it sat in limbo. Then Monster Hunter World came out. Now, it should be noted, we had the English translation for that game already on 3DS, but they never released the Switch version. They just didn't release it until Monster Hunter World proved to be incredibly successful. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, look, here's the English we can make version. Money. <laughs> yeah, that was basically it. Hey, we can print some money. 
And then they finally released the the English version on the Switch. It's like it's the exact same. You've already got the translation. You've had the translation since like 2017. What's taking you so long? And they're like, well, you know, we don't think it's gonna sell. Blah blah blah. Monster Hunter World comes out, yeah. blows we Monster did, Hunter sales we, records out the water. We thought we were so convinced it wasn't gonna sell that we got it translated into English. Well, no, but they released it on uh, they released it on the DS on the 3DS. Ah, right. But that's the trick. So when the when the Switch version came out, it's like, well, why haven't you released the translated version for Switch? Because you've already got the translation on the 3DS. What is what is what's the holdup? There's nothing. You haven't changed anything between the two versions. What's going on? Because um, traditionally, what they let you do is uh, on the some of the Monster Hunter games, especially the ones that have like you in the title or whatever, you can actually move your character from the portable version to the console version. Right? So it's like, so, so you've already got these translations available. Why aren't you using them? Monster Hunter World comes out, as I say, blows sales records out the water for Monster Hunter games. I mean, by a fucking huge amount, like millions and millions sold. And they're like, huh, we're sitting on a translation for a Switch game and the Switch is selling like hotcakes. Let's release it. Let's release that. Let's let's patch it up and release it. Uh. But yeah, then they released Iceborne, which was a big old expansion. Apparently, that's like almost a game's worth of content on top of Monster Hunter World. So you might actually be right there, Ram. You might end up having you know two different pathways of of, uh, of uh, Monster Hunter, uh, yeah. to be honest. But I've not seen anything since Iceborne coming out in that style of because uh, you know Iceborne is technically a DLC technically a DLC uh, but I mean what would they have at World 2 presumably maybe I don't actually think there have been that many sequels direct sequels to Monster Hunter games but if so. they wanted to sort of like appease the spit as you say it's all spit between the casual and the heart casual I don't like this test but if you want to say, I know what you mean. Yeah. Casual for the casual for air quotes the casual people. If we call it Monster Hunter World Two, it, we flag it as this is Monster Hunter World, the game you liked. You didn't like the other Monster Hunters, but this one's a sequel to that specific one you liked. Yeah, you'll like this one. I st- I just still can't believe that a game was out for so long and no one knew it existed. That it had had yeah. that many games beforehand, and it wasn't until it came out on like PlayStation Four that people were like, "Because I had a, a mate of mine come up to me, and goes, oh mate, have you seen that new series that's out, Monster Hunter?'" And I'm like, "New." So I was playing that back on PlayStation Two, and they're like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, it's ancient. Monster Hunter's ancient." I was like, "Oh, but Monster Hunter World looks really cool," and they're like, "You're just playing a game that I've been playing now for for a decade." So. Stop being such a hipster, Skaz. Stop being such a hipster. I was playing Monster Hunter when it was cool. Well, <laughs> I, I've got to say, though, like I say, Monster Hunter World is really pretty, but it is so yeah. easy. Yeah. And, but going back to the old school style of Monster Hunter, I mean, I almost got wrecked. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Look, I'm, uh, I think that a lot of Monster Hunter players, world players, will probably actually find it quite a leap to go back to the old style where the game yeah. doesn't just go, the monsters over there, like Monster Hunter World does, is in Monster Hunter, the you know classic Monster Hunter, is you actually had to hunt the monster. Yes. 
you actually have to look for it and and tag it you know track it with paintballs and and all that and traps and that kind of stuff none of that in monster hunter world the game just literally tells you where it is and then you go kill it it sounds like it treads the very fine line with the tougher games between challenging and frustration there are games which are tough but they very much can fall into the frustrating side of makes them unenjoyable I'd... but there's the, other side, there's the other side which is it's tough it's hard it's challenging but I, I'm enjoying the fact that it's tough and hard and challenging um, so I, I think in the case of Monster Hunter World so traditionally in Monster Hunter you'd get 50 minutes of hunt and I mean there were times when we would play classic Monster Hunter and you'd be on like I don't know 45 minutes and you still couldn't see the end of the hunt in sight Whereas Monster Hunter World, you could literally run in there and murder the monster within, what, a couple minutes? Mm. 10 minutes? 15 minutes? If that, in some cases. Um, you know, they, they really did make it more casual, more pick up and play. There are a lot more quality of life enhancements that they felt needed yeah. to be made. Like, hey, you know, um, what if you start a hunt solo, but you're not actually strong enough to do it, you can send up an SOS flare, which will then connect you to the internet to allow other people to join your game, which has never been a thing before, and then they can help you fight the monster. Um, that was a, an okay feature, I guess, but wasn't necessary. Uh, I mean, I guess if you were like desperately in need of, of stopping a, you know, finishing a quest, uh, I don't know. They, they made it a lot easier. I can see where some of the features... like So, to track a monster in Monster Hunter Classic, you'd actually have to run around the map and look for it. In Monster Hunter World, you just had to look for footprints. And you could, just, you could be sprinting full speed and just keep on spamming the old look button or examine button. Your character would barely... You know in some games where you kind of stagger steps, so you're running full speed and then you kind of go half speed for a split second and then start you pick up momentum again? Yeah. Monster Hunter did that if you were to try and Monster Hunter World did that if you were trying to like harvest, examine stuff like that. It's so like um, instead of like in classic Monster Hunter, I want to harvest. You'd then get down on your hands and knees and you'd start kind of pulling apart bushes and stuff like that to grab things you needed to get, which would take time and leave you open to monster attacks. In Monster Hunter World, you just fucking sprint full speed, spam the examine button, and you would like literally just grab that one mystical thing you needed to get off the tree or out of the beehive or examine that rock or whatever. You managed to do it near enough at full speed. Even healing in Monster Hunter World, you could heal as you were sprinting. So there was never really any risk in Monster Hunter World. They, they really reduced... The amount of thought you yeah. had to put into a hunt. They cut back on the risk reward aspect of it. Yeah. It was, re it's, but again, it's very pretty. It was a lot more action packed and fast paced. And I can understand why people liked that. But to me, that just wasn't what made Monster <laughs> Hunter. Do you have to say slowly luring in Ram to play Monster Hunts? <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> Wow. I must admit, I, I, I was going to say to you, is it one? Is it worth for us putting it into our game night rotation? You'd, if you wanted to play Monster Hunter at the moment, well, I mean, we could play Monster Hunter World because it's currently on sale on PC for about 16 quid. And I do own it on PC because it melted my PlayStation 4. Good. And my Xbox. 
For a guy that doesn't like Monster Hunter well very much, I, I, I definitely put my money in and I put my time in. <laughs> I've noticed you do it with a lot of the games. I hate this game. I own it on six different platforms. Yeah, you know, Assassin's <laughs> Creed. I used to love Assassin's Creed and then I hated them after the second one, yet for some reason I own them all on every other platform too. Yeah. It's bizarre. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could we could put it into, into the rotation. World would be yeah. an easier one to start. If you wanted to try a Monster Hunter Classic game, once me and Divine get the old... Uh, uh, PlayStation Portable Emulator Netplay thing work, and we can take a crack at that as well, so you can see what an actual hard Monster Hunter game is like. I was like, oh dear, I, put, I think I think our our theme to is let's play a ridiculous a, hard, a, a game and get out and let's watch us get absolutely tranced at it. Yeah, that's 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 the group. you you can't get tranced in Monster Hunter World. I, exactly. I so took the piss out of people in Monster Hunter World. I said, look, if so, when you die, a Monster Hunter is called carting. You get thrown onto the back of like a little cart and the little cat palico things pull you away from the monster and heal you up. I said to people, if you if you cart three times in a hunt, by the way, you fail. I said, if you cart more than like 10 times before you get to the hard difficulty in Monster Hunter, in Monster Hunter World, take your control pad, put it the fuck down and go away. Because uh, the in Monster Hunter World, that entire first segment of the game is basically a tutorial it is so easy yet if you cart in that just quit just quit you got no skills son no skills get the fuck out you're done all right we'll add we'll add world 12 rotation we'll have to see if we can convince (laughs) zaber into getting it And so ends our very short spint into Monster Hunter World, where we all die in the first mission. Mate, if you <laughs> seriously, if you guys die at the start of Monster Hunter World, I would be so fucking disappointed in you. <laughs> I would be so disappointed. By the way, I ain't starting a new character. I'm going to go and geared up like a fucking tank. So, although I didn't play that much Monster Hunter World on PC, so because that was when my fan was dying in my laptop. It's weird. That, wait, Monster Hunter World's killing my hardware. <laughs> I yeah, swear. I'm, 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 I'm going to want to want to install to my machine. You'll be fine. It's, it's basically it's basically a um, it's, it's basically seems like it's got a virus built into it by the sounds of it. Mm. Well, uh, Ram, I seriously, I'd like to see your, I'd like to hear your opinions on it because it looks beautiful on PC. Yeah, looks fantastic. And then I'll I'll speak to you more about the quality of life stuff in it after the fact because then you'll understand if look if we play both, yeah. I think you'd understand some of the quality of life stuff because I think some in some cases that game is too beautiful for classic Monster Hunter rules to apply, mm. and I'll I'll explain to you why if if we actually play it or you'll probably see yeah. why. Yeah, I'll look at pick it up. It's on sale. Get it. I, Guys, I just spent the best part of 1,200 quid getting my car repaired. Oh, who needs I, cars? You got legs. Uh, well, I wouldn't, oh, yeah, I'll it's snowing. To... You can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I've got, I've got a four-wheel drive car. Well, that's your own fault, it's, isn't it? The things that, things that it failed on, because it, it, it had its cam belt and forward pump done. That was 600 quid. Ooh. Um, yeah, because it's... But, the, it was, I think it's like 50 just had the cam belt done, or 600 had the wall pump done, and they actually got to take the cam belt off to get to the wall pump anyway. You might as well do it at the same time. So I got that one done. Um, had two new front tires because one tire was described, one tire was below tread, the other one was described as dangerous. Um, so I got those both replaced. Um, glow plug got replaced. Oh, they tried to screw me on the glow plugs. 
because I took it in. I knew there was a glow plug wrong with it. Yeah. So I took it in and said, glow plug number four has got a fault on it. And I said, I said, I need to replace it. Okay, we'll do it for you. I didn't get a phone call saying, because uh, basically what they did was, uh, now, they don't know this. So last, so last year, that glow plug has been faulty for nearly two years. Last year, I was going to change it myself, but I had the MOT come up. I didn't want it to fail the MOT, because if it's got a warning light on the dash, it fails the MOT. So I got my code read I have for my car, plugged in and reset it, and erased all the codes. Yeah. Because that glow plug would only error if it had a cold start. On a warm day, it wouldn't cold, it wouldn't error. So first start of the day, it would give you an error, but then once it was warm, it wouldn't, you could reset it, clear it, and you wouldn't get any more errors again. So what I did was... I started the car up in the morning. Whilst the car was, let the car warm up a bit, turned it off, got the code reader, erased the code, turned the car back on so it was not on there anymore. Took it straight there. They took it in MOT and passed it because this error code wasn't on there anymore. And off it went. That's how I got through the MOT last year. You cheeky bastard! <laughs> Look, the rule says a warning light on the dashboard. There was no warning light on the dashboard at that point. Therefore, it passed. In, in fairness, mate, I've I've known some correct. people to do some really dodgy shit to get through an MOT. In fact, I've even yeah. known mechanics to do dodgy shit to get things through an MOT. Yeah. Well, what they did this time was they put it on. They saw that they they raised the code themselves, and one said, "Well, we've raised the code to see if it repeats. It hasn't, so we're going to do MOT without the code being there, and see if it comes back." So they did the MOT. That's what they told me that. Oh yeah, your your tires are basically death traps. Um, orange or um front washer jet that pops out washes your because i've got high intensity discharge lamps on mine by law they have to be self-leveling and they have to have washer jets that spray them clean because they're if you get a little bit of dirt on them they can it upsets the beam pattern and can make them dazzle people so one of the what not long after i got the car someone reversed into and broke one of the washer jets so what i used to do every literally saw like every other day every sort of like Time was going to drive night again, cloth and just wipe over the affected lights, and that was my washer because that was fine. It doesn't right. get that quick. Um, so, MOT was coming up last year, so me and my friend, like, we got the gates for the MOT. So, we opened up, got to the bit which needed, managed to get some contact adhesive on the bit that was broken and a cable tie around it and fix it enough to get it through the MOT. And it was actually, it did actually work about six months after that. We got it working about six months after that, fine. And then broke again. So, that went in, that failed its MOT on that. I knew it was going to fail on that. That was 150 quid for that part. The two tires were 133 quid each. Yeah. The glow plug was 55. Um, the MOT was 40. And I think that was everything that had to be done to it. Oh, and the day before it got MOT'd, I had to get autographs out to place the windscreen. It's the third windscreen I have had in a year uh, because it was going to fail on the windscreen. How the it, fuck do you keep had... breaking your windscreen? Right. First windscreen. I don't know what happened to that. It had a crack in it. It happened in January last year. Crack happened, and it just went across the windscreen. So that got placed January Mate, last year. crack always happens. If it slipped from your bonnet up your windscreen, yeah, you're doing it, it too just... hard. <laughs> so that went straight, boom, straight across the windscreen. They got that placed. About six months later, if that, six, seven months later, um, driving on the road... Another car hits up a stone, cracks the windscreen again. Um, it was not... It was, unfortunately, another proper crack. And this was seven months later. So I was on holiday at the farm at the time. Because uh, I was working there. So all the all of my board. 
And so I had to get someone to come out to there and replace it there. And they came and took it out and placed the glass screen there. They're done. Two weeks later, driving on the road, lorry in front of me, hits a stone, flings up and chips it. Two weeks later. Now, the chip was technically in my driver's eye line, but it's below my eye line, mm-hmm. so I could see over it. From my point, from as a driver, for me driving, I could see over it. However, by law, that whole where your like steering wheel is, that whole section, your windscreen, up yeah. to where your windscreen wipers go, that's considered part of your driver's viewport. If any chip is on there and it can't, that's considered a failure. So. Autogloss can repair chips up to 10 millimeters. This chip was 11 millimeters. <laughs> so, at a time, I was like, fuck it. I'm not having another. I literally had this screen in place two weeks ago. If it gets worse, I'll get it changed. Otherwise, it can stay there until the MOT comes around. Of course, I left it too late and forgot about it and then had to rush around and get the MOT. The guy that came day before the MOT is to replace the windscreen again. So, yeah, free windscreens. That car is. It has three windscreens. Um, obviously, I've put something wrong with it. I've killed, I don't know how many birds commit suicide constantly on that car. They just fly out in front of it as I'm driving down the road. I think in the space of like a month, I killed five birds. Just don't. And we're talking, we're talking, we're talking pigeons, we're talking pheasants. They just all commit suicide in front of my car. I'm just driving the road and they'll just go right out in front of me. No chance to stop. Boom. That's fantastic. The amount, of, the amount of feathers I've had to pull out my front bump out my front grill of dead poultry. I'd, I'd been put, <laughs> yeah, I was putting a, a pigeon got stuck in there once. It was dead when I got back. Got there, I'd saw peel away the thing and gradually unhinge his pigeon and chuck it away. It's like for crying out loud, will you birds stop committing suicide on my car? Our survey says uh, no. Yeah, so. That car has been a lot of luck for me recently, really, in the last two. I've had it two years. I've had far more problems with it in two years. And I had my Freelander, which was made by Land Rover, which are a notoriously unreliable manufacturer. I've had far more problems with that car. Do you remember when you said to me? Right now, I remember having a conversation with you, Ram, saying, Well, let's get into that age, you know, and there comes a time when it's going to cost more money than cents, really, to keep it on the road. So I might as well get a new car, because at least then. You're feeling a bit daft now, ain't you? Well, you say that, but I could not anticipate suicidal birds. That's not something you anticipate. When, you, when I look for the car things, that doesn't come up on the reviews. No one puts it in the reviews. <laughs> on average, this car will kill six birds a year. No one puts it on their reviews. It's a, it's a clearly a blind spot in the reviewing. Well, I was going to say you should make there. a complaint there. How many birds yeah. am I likely look, to hit? You get you get your end cap rating. You get your, all those test rating stuff. They don't have a bird suicide rating. You know, airliners get a bird suicide rating for their engines. I don't get one for my car. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, they don't put on their. If they don't put on their sensibility to having a chip windscreen if a lorry hits it with a stone, that doesn't go on your face. So all the stuff, I mean, all the stuff that's gone wrong. I mean, the tires are wear and tear. You know, tires you replace tires. That's normal. Cam belt was due to be done anyway because it was at the right age. I happened to buy the Freelander just after I had it done, so I avoided the cam belt, which I found on that one would be eight hundred and fifty pounds to have it done on the Freelander. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I avoided that one. Um, it's just ah, oh, it's just. 
the actual reliability of the vehicle is fine. Everything's happened to it. There's been other things. Oh, and the underneath is basically dismantled because all the protection underneath, because I've been driving off road, has gradually been pulled off. That's gradually disappearing. It's fine though. It's only made of foam anyway, so I'll just put fair it enough. Chunks. Like I say, I was, I'm just thinking to myself, but surely had he have kept the other the other thing. You know. Ah, uh, well, you see, after I sold it, it went very land. Then decided it was a Land Rover again, and it's currently in a car garage, um, and they can't figure out what's wrong with it. Oh, there you go. Always the they way. They know it, it won't start. It's got a battery on it. The battery engine refuses to start, but they cannot figure out what's wrong with it. They looked it up. They put their old code read on it. It had something like eighty codes on it. That's um. Hmm. But, but you know, it's, it's going to be what it's probably going to be one thing that's cascading, calling cascading errors. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of missing a semicolon off and code. It's just causing hundreds of errors. It's actually just one thing that's caused it. So, yeah, cars, great. That's They're why nice I don't own wonderful. them. You're smart, yeah, smart, <laughs> smart man. They are. There aren't many things in life that you buy that all they are. What you buy them is just a constant money drain. Cars and children are basically the two things that do. No, you're right. I fucked up with the children thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got cars. You've got kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least I can put mine in the garage of an evening, lock it in the door and walk away from it. You can't do that. At least not anymore. Well, I was going to say, I can, but... <laughs> no, not there, legally, you can't. There's an arcade cabinet out there. I'll keep them entertained. Yeah, you know, yeah. but just go play on the arcade cabinet, kids. Shove, come, then leg it. But look, yeah. here's the trick. Like, here's the trick. You know, your car causes you nothing but misery because it's what takes you to and from a place of employment that sucks. Yeah, yeah. My children don't force me to do that. My job hasn't changed. I just sit here and do what, you know. Well, once they get a bit older, they will be able to commute you around, but obviously they're not strong enough yet to do it. So, you know, give it a few years. Nah. They'll be able to do it for you. As soon as my children start complaining, they're gone. <laughs> no, have you told them that? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah good. Of course I have. I'm an honest dad. I don't lie to my children. I don't lie to people. When I think something sucks, <laughs> they know about it. Dad, dad, look at this lovely picture I drew of you. That's fucking rubbish, son. That's fucking terrible, mate. No, Try it's harder. Not, it's not to scale. The perspective is all off, and you've used three colours. Why have I got purple hair? I've had a purple hair for years. This is ridiculous. Try again. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> See this? Until you, until you come back with, like, you know, live up, with like, you know, a proper portrait in oils, I'm not interested. Yeah, no breakfast until you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're basically ace with his dad, aren't you, really? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, shall we on to, so on to other games. <laughs> yeah, what have you been playing, Ram? Uh, I've been playing House Flipper. Wait, so, go on. So, if you're not aware of the term, it's what we would call in the UK property developers. So, people who buy a house... It's in a shit state. They you know gut it, do it up, make it all nice, and sell it on for profit. And house flipper, you're basically that's what you do. You you're a wanker, st- is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you start off with so you start off with you um you haven't got really any money to your name. You all you've got is a little shack that you live in, uh, with a de- with a bed, a desk, and a laptop, and a very and a real basic kitchen 
units in there and just real basic like one room bedsit type flat type place where you where I didn't realise this game was based on my life. It is, yeah. Um it says so, so this is this is based on Skaz's former living arrangements. There you go. Now um and yes we start and you basically have to and basically you go off and you'll get your laptop has like you're basically sort a handyman slash property developer. So you have a business where you go off and you'll just do jobs for people. So you'll go to someone's hat someone email and say, Oh yeah, I want these rooms repainted and you'll go there and you have to like buy the right colour paint that you asked for, get your rollers out and repaint the room bit by bit. Um and like you can do other things you can do, so you you might have to do perhaps say get rid of some old furniture, put new stuff in place, fit radiators and stuff like they want to raise and store you have to go and store them for more like store like new bathroom fixtures for example uh, which is quite neat because actually the installation process you actually it's like a little mini game so you have to like say when you store a radiator put it on the wall but then you have to assemble it so you go into it, you have to put like the valves in place screw the valves on open them all up and sort of like get it all running and like, when you store a shower you have to like sort of like put set the feet up put the base down install the waste pipes and it's like, and you sort of screw it all on, connect it all together, and plumb it all up and make it work. It's quite neat, actually. You had to sort of like do it. But that assembly phase, I've just got difficulty levels called easy, medium, and hard. I've tried it on all three. I can't understand. I don't know what that does. It doesn't make any difference at all to it. So, that's, yeah, that's just something to trick you. you yeah, do it on I hard mode, have... you feel so smart. And then you I do the exact have... same job on easy, and I was like, oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah, I honestly don't think it does a single thing. Um, so you have to sort of, um, you might have to do some cleaning, you've got sort of this cleaning, you know, you have a brush that you can clean stuff with, and um, you can like clean windows. You've got those like window vax things, have you seen those? Mm. Window vax things, yeah. You've got those to clean the windows with. Um, so you can paint, you can put walls up, you can just demolition. So you get a sledgehammer, you can smash walls down and build like new walls up. So, so each like house, it's Almost like like a, a light Minecraft esque way of working, so that the inside, the outside of the house isn't you can't do anything with the actual outer shell. It's fixed. The inside, however, is all modular, so every wall is like its own component, so forth. So you can smash out walls, you can put walls back in any way you location you want. It's very it's very flexible internally what you can do. You can do an awful lot with it. It's the outer shell you can't do anything with. Sure. Because the main sort of meat of it is basically you buy a house cheap, like it's been like got fire damage and you buy it really cheap and you go in and that's the whereas before where you go to other people's houses also you get you get told what you have to do and if you go off spec, either the game won't let you. So if you try like dump something that you're not meant to dump, the game will say no, 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 no. I won't, couldn't possibly do it. It will stop you doing it. But, okay. But you can still do things like you can paint. If you paint a room the wrong color, you don't get penalized for it. But you don't complete the level. It just will say your job is to paint this room this color. You haven't done it. Well, you haven't done it, so you can't complete the job. Um, interestingly, when you're doing those little jobs, you only have to. You don't have to. You've got like a. So often when you go to a place, you'll have like one main job to do, and then or there'll be like little sub jobs in other rooms to do. So if you go to different, so let's say your job is to clear the garage out, and then once you clear the garage, you go into the main house, and they'll be like, "Oh, I need this electrical socket fixed in this room," and you can fix the electrical socket by replacing it and putting new ones in and wiring it all up, um, and they'll get all jobs. But you have this little progress bar, 
and about three quarters of the way along, it's like a little mark. And once you reach like three quarters of the way on the progress bar, at that point you can actually complete the job and leave the mission. You can just say, I'm done, I've completed, I can tick this one off as complete. Even if you haven't actually ironically finished your main job. So like I got to, I got to one where I'd knocked down two thirds of the room walls. I haven't put the new walls up yet. And because I've done all the other little jobs first, I said, oh, yeah, you've done enough. You can go home if you want. (laughs) He hired me to knock down these two walls. I've only done two-thirds of them. So maybe I should finish that first before I go anywhere else. I mean, obviously, I always finish job 70% completion. A, because I'm anal. And B, that I feel guilty not finishing the job I've been hired to do. You know, I don't want to to get on, like, Builders from Hell equivalent of in this this universe. I don't want to get on that program. Um... Oh, and it's easy money. You know, it's ridiculous. Knock down like two walls. I get paid like 10 grand. It's amazing. Yeah, it sounds about right. Clearly we're in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah, clearly we are. You what? know, you go to, I go to Hassan's house, get rid of a load of rubbish, they pay me like two grand for the privilege. Like, oh, this is marvellous. So, question. What, what made you pick this game up? I honestly have no idea. It just appeared up on Steam. It's like, that looks interesting. And you went for it. Okay, cool. Because I saw you plan it. I was like, okay, this is random. Ram's playing a game about being a jackass. Um, What platforms is it on? Uh, It's definitely on PC. I don't know if it's on FPS. I mean, but is it like Windows, Mac, Linux? Is it it cheap? Uh, Is it? Let me have a look. See what's it on. How's the game? It's on PS4, Xbox One. Oh, wow. Steam. Yeah, surprising. Let's have a look. So I'll just look up on Steam for you. Uh, library store page. I mean, it's 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 very it's surprisingly popular for people. They've um, it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews, which on Steam is usually pretty is usually fairly. Not many games manage that. Let's see. Platforms. Uh, doesn't mention. Oh, here we go. Uh, just Windows, I'm afraid. Oh, what a shame! What a shame! I'm sorry. So what's that one there? Yeah. So the meat of the game is though you buy a house, and it's usually a shithole when you get there. Like yeah, everything is dirty. It's rough. You have to strip all that, and then basically you can just do it however you want. But this is where this is where it gets a little bit weird. So when you go place on the left hand side of the screen, you'll get these little pictures up of these people who might buy the house. And whilst you're doing it, they'll give you little comments on what you're doing, which seems to imply that the whole time you're doing the house up, they're standing over your shoulder watching you. I was going to say, like <laughs> it's it's like I went into the bar of this house, deleted everything, and all of a sudden I mentioned got saying. This place hasn't got a bathroom. That's terrible. I couldn't possibly consider it. It's like, I'm not ready to sell it to you yet. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think maybe you're going a little too in-depth with it? The game's just like, why do you just delete the entire bathroom? All you want to do is to, like, for him to put a layer of paint on the damn thing. The bathroom looks shit. Yeah, that's that's not up to it. you, is it? It's up to the people that are buying it. Yeah, well, it's obviously... I, so, yeah, but I haven't put, I haven't put the house on the market, but the whole time it is... And, You'll get like little like likes and dislikes, and you'll sort of gradually. And some people have very weird tastes. So, why is this the YouTube there. comment fucking section? Or it Reddit? is basically, yeah, it is. So, 
you strip all that. So yeah, you basically go. So my usual method I go in: clear the rubbish out, clean all the rooms up, clear the windows, and then like the one I'm doing at the moment, I've literally just deleted all the internal walls of the style like we were fresh, fresh slate. Put in new bathroom fixtures. He's even ripped out the load bearers. <laughs> there, there are no load bearing walls, fortunately. It's all on the external walls. Oh, I was going to say that would have been fucking magic. That would have been absolutely that would be magic. Great, it? It's going to open. Look, look, let's open this. But oh shit! Brother. Yeah, yeah that would be that would be quite. But we've quite now fun got incredibly was, high ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a two story. <laughs> Uh, but I sort of like clear, and you can sort of like you can sort of like you sort of get an idea what these people want. So you can sort of almost theme it towards them. So like some people like big open rooms. But the great thing is when you then once you sell the house, you put it up for auction, and these people start to bid on it. And then at the end, it will tell you who bids the house, and you can accept their bid, or you actually can say no, and you can go and do more work to it. Um, but but the great thing is when you look through the comments, they leave about what they dislike and don't like. So the old couple. One of the first houses that I flipped, the old couple who were there said, it's got more than two rooms, we don't like it. So all they wanted was the sex dungeon that you'd put in in the basement. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. So basically, you want a bathroom and everything else. (laughs) That's basically how I can think of having two rooms in a house. I think we'd all agree that we don't want to see our friends shitting in in the living room. So I think we all agree that be, I'd like to think we'd all agree <laughs> that would be the case. But yeah, but and then one guy, the one I love, the one guy commented, "I don't see why I need a kitchen for." Well, I for mean, like, let's be fair, mate. I mean, he might be a Just Eat reviewer. He might be, but where's he going to unpack all his Just Eat in the living room? You can't do that. That's that's uncouth. Well, <laughs> clearly that, that makes me young goose then. Exactly, it does. You, you scallywag. You, you heathen. <laughs> yeah. You are packing the kitchen because then you think you've cooked. Oh, I don't need to trick myself into doing that, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's great. So, so you do all this work and you end up saying the house about 10 grand more. And it's like, hey, listen, so I said this house was, I'd make 10 grand on this property and... I could just knock down two walls in some random person's house and I get the same amount of money. Why am I doing this again? Mm. Well, it's quite nice. It's basically... If you're one of the people who used to play The Sims, but really you hated the sim part of it and just enjoyed the house building part of it, this game sort of trashed that itch because it's like literally just building the I houses. Might, I might have to get this for Inky. Because she's she playing Sims quite... 4 right the fuck now. <laughs> I think she probably would like it as well because it's very you can be very creative with it. You know, there's quite a lot of like choice. You've got so much choice over tiling and flooring. Uh, you have to sort of like do a lot of the sort of like handy. I'm calling, I'm calling the handyman missions. You've got to do quite a few handyman missions, sort of like because un- they are the ones who unlock more tools. So when you first start, all you can basically do is um, clean. Uh, yeah, basically, she's basically just clean stuff. That's all you can really do. Then you unlock how to do painting. Uh, then it's like demolition and putting walls up. Uh, then you unlock tiling, so you can do tiling and lay like lay tile floors, lay tile walls. And I think the last thing you unlock is plastering. Right, I've not come across that yet. Now, the game comes with two free DLC. It comes with um, a Cyberpunk DLC, which is all like weird futuristic stuff. That's nothing to do with Cyberpunk. Race. There's not a time with that. It's just Cyberpunk DLC, and it has the um, what do they call it? 
Apocalypse DLC or something like it's called. Basically, it's for preppers. So you can like you can go like people have got a house with bunkers in them, mm-hmm. and like you have to, like sort of get them ready for like prep, like like stock up. You can, you can like in your little like you have like a little tablet that has like a store where you can buy all the stuff from, and it's got sections in there for like survival, and in there's like like camp preserves, machine guns, and all this sort of stuff is in there. You can buy and pop in the house you're doing up. I've just had a look. Wow, mate, that game is. Oh, it's 25 quid. I got it on sale, I think. It is on sale. <laughs> I haven't paid that much for it. It's, it's £10 for just the base game and for everything unlocked. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, oh, I paid, I just bought the base game initially. Oh, fair enough. Uh, but I did buy the DLC, the Garden DLC. Okay. That didn't... I'll be honest with you, that annoyed me a little bit because the gut. So when you go to these properties... They are, um, they are, they have like mostly outside. But when you go to like your own properties, once you're developing up, the outside garden's just like rough and overgrown and so forth. You can't do anything about it without the DLC. Yeah, that is a little bit, a little bit kicking the teeth. Because like, well, oh, that's cheeky. That's really that cheeky. Very che- now, whether it's so that the feature wasn't implemented at the start and they added it in later. But it should, in my mind, should have been a free DLC. And what else is cheeky about it is that when you, just to prove a point, when you buy the DLC, nothing updates. There's no update to it. It literally just the little trip because you got the DLC yeah, now. Yeah, it's an, it's an, unlo- it's an unlock stuff. key. It's an unlock yeah. serial. Yeah, yeah, I, it is. Mm. I don't like that. I that I find I find a bit distasteful. That's common. That's common as fuck on consoles. Yeah. It's very, I found that very, yeah, it's maybe that's where it sort of inherited itself from. It's like, but it's clearly all here. Maybe you pack, maybe you did it as an a update later on, you added it in, but then put the DLC post to unlock it. But you clearly intended this because the guns all look shit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm thinking, like, mm, I, I'm not sure I like this. I, I wasn't too clear. I mean, I want the guy, because the, the OCD part of me wants things to look nice. Yeah. So selling a house where the garden looks shit doesn't work. So I had to buy DLC to make the gardens look nice. <laughs> so because I just don't want a shit looking house. They they got uh, you, Ram. They got you. I know they got the LCD part because it's just so nice to have everything looking perfectly pristine. And I was going to say, well, I'm glad things. you said that because if I was to buy it for Inky, I think I'd have to buy the full pack. Yeah. I don't think she'd stand for the fact that she couldn't do anything to the garden. Yeah, that that was I thought I I. I was quite that that blemished the whole experience game for me. Other than that, though, actually, it's it's surprisingly fun and relaxing because it's not a game where you're going to be thinking hard about what you're doing. It's mm. a game where you can just sort of like like yes, like yes. I got back for five day. I was knackered from being there, but I didn't get back to nearly four o'clock. I'm only meant to be there till eleven. I didn't get back to four o'clock in the end because of the snow and weather. I know you threw it on. And I don't really have to think too much about what I'm doing. And there are some parts of it, like when you're doing your tier design, you're just like, oh, I'm going to put this over here. But it's nothing super taxing. Uh, it's a nice, relaxing game. But it's also strangely addictive. I mean, sure. as, soon as, this, as soon as this podcast's over, I'm, I'm loading it back up as soon as this podcast's Jesus over. So I've, I've nearly finished the house I'm on. I want to finish it. Um, if anyone's interested, I have done a couple of streams on Twitch for me playing the game. Oh, were you playing it? Because I, I didn't have any notification to say you went live. Did you not? No. 
No, no, it's not. If you look at my Twitch stream, you'll see me playing. Mate, if I'd have known, I'd have been there taking the piss. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had one person randomly join my Twitch stream for like five minutes, and they put in the Twitch chat, donated £250, £250, and then left. And I was very confused by that message. I'm not sure what they were on about. Yeah, but, bless them. Yeah. It's like, Okay, you donated fifty pounds. That's nice. Who have you donated it to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, me, mate. To me? If you've donated me, thank you very much. I'll be very pleased with that. But somehow, I don't think you have. Oh. Given that your during that your Twitch account is like ten minutes old, I somehow doubt it. Oh. So, but yeah, you can check it out now. We're up there for food. At least, well, by the time this podcast out, you have about a week left to watch them. Sure. So, uh, but yeah, I've I've, I've been. I was, I've been quite, quite. T- I've, I've, yeah, really enjoyed it. Oh God! Uh, so it's, it's never, it's never going to win a game of the year awards, but it's just strangely, I, I don't know what I can sort of put it. In. I suppose it's sort of like, I, in the same. I didn't like Stardew. I didn't like, it, but I can see why people did would like it. Yeah, I would say this is probably the similar category where it's just about. You know, it's nice. You're just doing stuff. You're making things look better, and then you sell and make a little bit of money. It's, it's about. There's no. Nothing nasty happens, nothing disastrous happens in it. In fact, the first, worst thing you do is accidentally turn the sink on while you're installing it and you get a little bit of water on the floor and you have to clear it up. Oh, mate. That's about it. So it's just, it's, but it's relaxing. I've, I've also heard people say that find it's very popular to play in, like, people pay it in, like, pairs. So, like, say, so, like, some, they'll, like, like, they'll, like, sort of, like, one person will be, like, doing the design, somebody else will be doing, like, sort of the actual physical stuff. Oh, all right, like, I taking get you. turns, designing it and stuff. It's, I it's been quite popular for that, so yeah, it's a neat little, it's a, it's a real neat little game. I uh, said so I probably it's definitely what I'd say is a sale game, pick up on sale rather than because it's quite. I still I do think it's. I think even I mean, on sale, that's pretty fucking expensive, twenty five pounds. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a lot of stuff in it. To be fair, there is quite a bit in it to do, and as you sort of progress on, a lot of the bigger builds have got a lot of things you do, and there's a fair bit to do. To be fair, apart from the garden, obviously. At first, mm-hmm. um, but so I, was, I mean, I say you can. I mean, I, you can at least dabble the base game for a tenner. You know, you can yeah. dabble that at the moment, or fifteen quid if I think it's nor prices. So you should dabble that and then get the idea if you don't want to spend the twenty-five quid. But you shouldn't have to spend the twenty-five quid. That should have been there from the start. I'm just so. going to quickly look something up. So let's have a look. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not. I just went to have a look to see if anywhere else has it um, cheaper than on Steam at the moment. No, it's basically fifteen pound flat, so you have to be willing to pay. Hmm. Maybe ten pound ain't terrible then. No, not. I said for the base game. I don't know if that's too bad. I was just a bit disappointed that I had to buy the DLC for. Sure. Yeah, fair enough. Like I said, I might have to. I might have to pick it up for uh, pick it up for the wife. See what I she think thinks. she'd enjoy it. I think she would enjoy it. If she likes sort of like doing people's house up in The Sims, mm-hmm. she mate, like she this. spent most of last night designing a house in Sims Four. She would enjoy this. <laughs> sure. There is one one other disappointment that you can't do, and I know why you can't do it. I understand totally why you can't do it. Why I've not implemented this as a feature. All right, go on. The house's shell is fixed. You cannot change it. So when you go, you can't You can't think, oh, I'll extend this house out in this direction. You can't. 
The shelf, the internals, you can do whatever you like with. The actual shell of the building is fixed. Okay. That I understand because, obviously, it's fairly straightforward. It's clearly it's clear a big team doing this. It's clearly not a massive team who's making this game. It's fairly straightforward to make something that, you know, when you're inside a building, you know the dimensions of it. You know all your walls are going to fit. You know things. Outside, you've got to make some system whereby the roofs can calculate and fit properly. You know, it's it's fair, that's quite a complicated job and quite an intensive job to do. Mm-hmm. So... I understand totally why they've not done that and not let you do it that way. Um, it's just a little bit... It's a bit disappointing. You'd like to be able to do it, but I know to- I totally get why they don't let you. Sure. Okay. And I think I was just put in the group of it's fair enough that they don't let you do it because it's simply... you. Could, I could just... I just... Having been... You know, down with game work development so forth, I could just see the headache that would be involved. Not impossible, clearly. You know, because, well, Maxis did it, obviously, but they had a lot bigger team than these guys obviously have. So it's sure a fairly more complicated thing to do. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But yeah, House of um But yeah, I say on our Steam sale, I would say pick it up. I wouldn't pick it up at full price at the moment. Sure. Right then. That'll be me, Skaz. Is that it? Yeah, well, I could, unless you want to tell, tell you about a terrible film I watched, and other than that, that's entirely else. up to you, mate. Uh, I want to say is don't bother watching the film. Um, oh, I've lost. I've forgot for the name of the title of it now. Oh, it's got such a weird title. That's how good it was. Um, is it this now? Yes, don't bother watching the film. Now you see me. Don't bother. That's ancient. That's, that's a film about 2016. That's ancient. That's you think that's ancient? Bloody hell, scares. In, in terms I, uh, of fucking films, mate. 2030, fuck hell, that is quite a long ago. Yeah, it's shit, though. I, would, I only watched it last week. I was not impressed. Oh, good call. Yeah, done. <laughs> yeah. 7.3 on IMDb? Who are these people? Yeah, it's just, it was just a disappointment from start to finish. It's just... The premise is nice. I liked the premise. I thought it sounded quite interesting. You know, four magicians are going to do uh, get recruited to do a heist... But then you never see them again. You basically just, you see them at the start, they all get recruited, and you see them all meeting up, having a little bit of like interaction, and then that's it. That's as far as they ever, ever go. You never, you only ever see them like do their big stage productions. I love that. It just basically follows the FBI after that. It's like, well, they're more interesting characters. There's a sequel. There is a sequel. That's actually less bad than the first one. I watched the sequel yesterday. That's actually better because I tell you, the sequel solves the, the sequel follows the actual. So the first one, these witches are recruited. They're asked to go basically form a heist. That's all the sort of start of it. It then cuts to them do one of their big stage shows, and they rob a bank. They actually rob a bank, and then no one knows how they actually achieved it. So then the FBI get involved because they actually do rob a bank. They actually do rob a bank, but all the money disappears and. It, and the bank gets robbed. And the FBI have to sort of do it. They interview him, they let him go. And then these guys go off and do another, say they're going to do, do, do another heist. Because all you ever see him at that point on is just their backgrounds doing it. You don't see, you just see him like doing their sort of performance part. You don't see him interacting anymore. So their characters never get built up. The only characterization you get is in the first or 10 minutes, and that's it. Sure. And they also seem to muck things up. So they introduce you to so the character. You've got, you've got like a stage magician. 
proper stage, but just like big sort of overt sort of like your I don't really know actually maybe just to be honest with you. But proper like stage, you know, be honest you'd see on the television type stage edition. You've got um a mesmerist. Uh you've got some guy who's like sort of more of a street magician who's out and about and he's basically he's he's obviously not hit big time. He's sort of like using it to hustle people and like steal off them and like he uses it to like rob people once and so forth. Yeah. It's more of a common magician. And you've got this woman who's like sort of an escape artist and does the big daring escapes. But then they never the the mesmerist basically his guy's OP because so many things he solves because he can just hypnotize people. He solves so many of them because it's all like it's just sort of like it's basically like a one solution fits everything. You know, any problems? Oh, we'll get the mesmerist to do it. He's all solves it all. Right. Uh, but this is the bit that really struck me afterwards. Was like ridiculous because at one point, I'm sorry, there's a spoiler to this film, but trust me, you're not missing out on anything. Um, this. The young guy, the street magician, gets chased uh, by the FBI in a car, and he ends up rolling the car, and the car gets trapped in the car, and then it explodes, catches the fire, and they pull corpse. Later, transpires he didn't die in the car. He basically did a little escape, sort of. He escaped, sort of like certain death. The star of the show shows the woman is the magician who escapes certainty. That's her whole thing, as she does these death-defying feats. She wasn't the one who drove the car. So why would you have the person who does this? That's their skill. They're not the one who does it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you've basically ran her character off at this point. So you yeah, be, but didn't they completely bend her off in the second film anyway? Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, completely gone. They placed her with a really annoying character. Well, there you go, then. Really annoying. So, it's got Morgan Freeman in it. You know, It's got some big names. It's got Morgan Freeman. It's got Michael Caine in it. Daniel Radcliffe turns up in the sequel. It's, it's not unheard of, but it's just it's just the trouble was you basically it really it's not it's it's almost like the film changes halfway through. It starts off being like let's I thought the pre- the premise of let's get a just do a heist, but half fun of a heist film is watching the people prepping for it and not quite giving you all the details, but enough that you think why are they doing this, why this? and the build up, and then you see them actually complete it, all comes together. That's part of the fun of a heist film. If you like high school, that's part of the fun of it. When you see these guys who don't do any of that, you don't you just see it all afterwards what they've done. Well, yeah, but if you but see the, if you were to see the prep work, then wouldn't that spoil the trick? Because if yes I ever see no. a magician, if I ever see a magician properly set up, then I've figured out. I don't need to figure out the trick because I've already seen it. No, but you can do it in such a way that you sort of like. You can they, they can do things and you do it as a bigger picture. So they do something like well. Why are they doing this? Why has he gone there and buying that equipment? Doesn't make any sense. Why is he buying that equipment? Doesn't make any sense why he's doing that. But there's a reason why he must be doing it, and then it all comes together at the end. So you take like Ocean's Eleven. But I, but it, yeah, but I think that's why that's the whole reason why the FBI was the focus of that film. But it's the, that's what I'm saying. It's not a, they. They say if you read the survey, it says "Fortune to could do a It's yeah, not the film about though. Mate, never, ever, ever take on board what Netflix or Amazon says about a film. Ever, they'll give you a couple of lines, and it's usually completely bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, so it's for the FBI. The FBI basically are far more them, far more interesting characters. Um. And again, they've been one of the characters off in the, the FBI characters off in the second film. It's just, it was just, it was just, I just hate, I just didn't like it all the way through. I don't know why I watched the sequel, to be honest. <laughs> I just, I just decided there's nothing else to watch. I won't watch the sequel to it. 
I just, I just, they, it just annoyed me. It seemed like they had an idea and they just wasted it completely. The second one is different because they actually, they actually develop the character more because it basically follows them more now rather than people chasing them. And it's more interesting because you're actually seeing the guys go. You see basically them preparing. But stuff yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think that was kind of more the, interesting. I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. Same, well, that's what someone was, but that's what someone was more interested in the first one. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I think that was kind of the yeah, point. That's what saying that's the one the first one, the first one's not any good. So, but yeah, that was my very brief review. Don't bother watching now, you see me. Fair enough. So, so I saw my sister about it. She said, Oh, I really like the film. I said, you're, you're wrong in every sense of the world. Yeah, fair enough. There's a third one in the way. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I, yeah. Look, I, I honestly think they just they've they've developed it in stages because it's like in in some other films that we've spoken about in the past. I'm like, why have they made a third one? Why have they made a fourth one? Why didn't they just wrap it up here? And then you realise it's because they they've written them these ways to plan for sixteen thousand films that no one really wanted. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with the Magicians film. They've written it in such a way that there would be no development for the actual magi- uh, magicians. Then they would start tacking on extra bits in the extra films to keep you invested. Yeah, I'm definitely not invested. That's all I can tell you. Oh, fair enough. So, right, yeah, that's it. So that's my view of my t- other terrible film. Um, so yeah, so fair, you got anything else, guys? No, mate, up? I'm done. Uh, fair enough. I was done an so hour and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been broadcasting. That I long. know. <laughs> So, very much, you actually. I'm the Suffolk Ram. Skazis. If you've enjoyed us, you can check us out again in a fortnight on youtube.com slash randnerds. That'll be on the 27th of February at 2130-ish-ish GMT. Um, you can check us out on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash randnerds. Uh, we do our games night every Tuesday. Um, you can check us out on our individual Twitch stream channels. Uh, I'm twitch.tv slash the Graham. And twitch.tv forward slash Skazius, SK4ZZI0US. Yep. Um, and yeah, you can check us on there. And thank you all watching. And we'll look forward to seeing you in a fortnight. Take it easy, guys. So, bye. <laughs>